Hello, 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 and welcome to another episode of Block Talk, presented by Theatre the Now. I'm your host, as always, Michael Block. Patreon is an incredible way for projects like this to get an extra boost. Visit patreon.com slash theaterthenow to learn how you can support this podcast. It's easy to do. And as always, follow us on Twitter and visit theaterthenow.com for the latest news, reviews, and interviews. Time to go to the movies, but let's all be thankful that my best squirrel friend's drag maid's wedding trip is never actually going to be made. We're back to recap everything there is to recap in RuPaul's Drag Race All-Stars 3, Episode 7. Joining me today is Season 11 cast member, according to Cynthia Lee Fontaine, Cherry Poppins. How are you? I'm fabulous. It's really early. <laughs> I know, you were supposed to bring me a bagel, you didn't bring me a bagel. I didn't, I'm sorry. Um, I still let you into my apartment, but it's okay, it's fine, I'm not, I'm not bitter. I was broken in. I would have found my way in. You, you would have like climbed, a roach. You would have climbed over the balcony into the apartment. That's true. That's true. I've scaled worse things in my life. We're not here to talk about that. I'm NYC's worst newcomer for a reason. Oh boy. Oh boy. Well, we are going to talk about last night's episode. Where did you watch the episode? I watched it at Pieces. Oh, yeah? Um, because, fun fact, I worked there. Oh, no, no one I knew did, that. I no Whoa. idea. Wow. Whoa. Um, and who was there? It was Jasmine Rice LaBeja. She mm-hmm. came back after blowing a lot of Olympians of in uh, Korea. And Tara Hyman was also there. And then Pizzy Miles and Misty Mountains were there as well. There were some other queens there that I do not know who they were, but... How dare you? You should know. It's, it's fine. It's fine. All right. Well, let's talk about the episode. Yes. We're back to the workroom. Dale is gone and the whole room is shaken. Trixie tells us she left Ginger Spice style. Morgan is happy, happy but shocked that she was picked to come back, but she's not thrilled about how Dale left the competition. And then Kennedy talks about Dale's decision while switching pronouns with every sentence, but it's true, Rue likes people who want to fight. And then Shangela goes, Dale used strategy even in departure, she leaves as Miss Congeniality. How, how do you feel about Dale leaving and everyone's reaction to it? I mean... Let's be real. We all knew what was happening. Like, if you're in the drag community, you already know what's happening on Drag Race, which kind of sucks. Um, I knew something of the sort happened. I knew that Morgan came back that episode, and I knew Ben left that episode. I didn't know how it happened, but I knew that was something of that sort was going to happen. So I wasn't, like, shocked and shook like everyone was, but I think the way that she did it was selfish. Um, apparently there was a thing online about, like, Thorgy's the one that gave her mm-hmm. the whiteout. Right. And that's, like... I'm... Well, she asked for it because that's how Thorgy does her nails. Yeah, because she's a, apparently a garbage human. Is that what she, someone said? Apparently. I don't know. I love Thorgy, though. Yeah, so Trixie knows the tea. Dayla leaving means the likelihood of winning has skyrocketed. As she says... This is like your pretty friend's not going to prom, and now you're like, don't forget to write. Yeah. Were you the pretty friend who went to, didn't go to prom, or were uh, you the not pretty friend? I mean, I went to prom when I was a sophomore. I went to senior prom as a sophomore, so I was like a really pretty sophomore. Was it with, with like fat your, cheeks? <laughs> because was it with a really ugly girl? Is that what happened? I plead the fifth, because I'm still friends with her. 
Oh no! <laughs> are there pictures online? There are. Oh, we're gonna find them. And we're gonna share them, and it's gonna be fabulous. I also have really long hair at the time. Of course you did. Like it was like shaggy. Oh god. <laughs> I looked like the shaggy dog. Well, we're gonna find them and send them right to Vita Summers, and she's gonna love them. Great. So, BB decides to play by her own rules and decides not. To reveal whose lipstick she pulled, claiming it was out of respect for Dela. I call bullshit. And the girls were not pleased at all. I I agree. Like, do you think we'll ever know who she picked? I, I mean, know. it'll probably come out in like a meet and greet or it's a drag con. Like, fans are going to harass her to of course. tell them. So it's not like she can really get away with it. She's not that regal. She disappeared after season one, and she's brought back into the limelight now. Drag Race is completely different than it was in season one. I know. There's a thing called like Twitter. There's this thing called the Lost Season, which she won. Yeah. Like, that's why she's back. So, I, I think that that's... I think it was cowardice. Shangela said it correctly. Like, she's trying to be Cersei and, like, mm-hmm. not piss anyone off. But I'm, like, right now sick of the Game of Thrones references. Like, I love Game of Thrones, and I'm Arya Stark, but, like, I am sick and tired of her being like, but my dragons the, are coming. She's this Daenerys, is happening. bitch. Yeah, but, like, where are your dragons? You don't have any dragons. Oh, just Shut wait. The fuck up. You know, they're coming out. They're gonna come out, and you know it. Where? When? I'm waiting. I don't know. Maybe it's under that fat suit. Who knows? But we'll get to that later. Um, do you <sighs> think the too. girls had a right to be upset with BB not saying who she Yeah, because it's been every single episode people have said it. So it's not like it's anything new or exciting. It's you say who you're going to send home. It happened in the last season, well, last All-Star season with Katya and Roxy. Katya was like, I would have sent you home and not Alyssa. Yeah. It's just being honest with each other. Like, you can't hold it against anyone. Now, You're all stars. perhaps this plays into the mole theory? I don't think that Bibi's a mole. Because okay. if Bibi was a mole, she wouldn't have been the bottom. True. Like, this whole mole theory is getting are we gonna are, are we going to go on, like, a witch hunt to the guy who created the mole theory and, like, hang him? After I mean, there's over? a lot of theories about a lot of things in Drag Race that I don't think are accurate. So if we're going to hunt down people that did that, I think we should start. I'm not even going to go there. Hey, but you know what? That's the beauty of reality TV um, fan fiction. And people, it, it brings the community together because we talk about it all the time. It's true. Well, I'm not sure if it brings us together. Sure it does because we're talking about the same thing. We love the show. We love the show. That, I'll, we love the show. So the next day, Rue enters the workroom with a very special guest, Nancy Pelosi. It's a shocking person to bring in, but it's a very important person in our time right now. Um, as Rue introduces her, Rue says that she's been a champion for LGBT rights. In this day and age, with Rue being under so much scrutiny, do you think it was a smart choice not extending it, including the Q? Um, I think at the time, Rue didn't... Like, at the time that this was recorded... None of this had come out yet. Like the sure. recent LGBTQIA. But I mean, I, I feel like LGBTQ is the new is what we say now. It's part of the lexicon. I mean, if we want to get technical, it's LGBTQIA. But I feel like LGBT is just the blanket statement that everyone's used for so long that queer is queer fits in there somewhere. You just have to find out where it fits. Because queer means something different for everyone. Sure. So, 
with them bringing Nancy Pelosi on, they weren't trying to be like, oh, well, you're fighting for all these rights. They were like, oh, you have fought for these rights. Which, if we're going to get technical, LGBT was used to fight for these rights. It's not like... LGBTQ is relatively newer sure. in the fight for equality. I, I, if that understand. makes sense? No, I get that. It's just being inclusive of as many people as we can in this time. Um, but no matter what, I think it was an important message to send because we have... A asshole show, in office? <laughs> right, but no, we put this show on such a mainstream platform that it will reach... A lot of people. Yeah. And we'll discuss that when we get to the little bit later on. I mean, I think it's honestly incredible that this episode was so politically focused. Mm-hmm. Um, it's like Marty always said, Marty Gold Cummings always says, is that like drag is a platform to do make change in the world. And Absolutely. like, it's nice to see that Drag Race has finally taken that step. Like, they have in the past been like, well, voting is important and like pol- politics and blah, 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 blah. But this episode, they really like hammered it home. And I and think they, it's really And important. they did it in a way that was still true to the show. Mm-hmm. Do you think Nancy Pelosi has ever seen the show before? Probably not. I don't think so either. The way she was talking was kind of like, um, I don't know why I'm here, but I know I'm here and you look pretty. I feel like she's one of those people that like, where the elder people react to drag race. Oh, and God. that's like her Probably. walking to the workroom being like, I'm talking to these men that dresses women i wonder what's happening hmm yeah so she leaves it was a quick trip it was one of those lisa kudrow walks in walks out and then i was satisfied with this one of course yes we then get the introduction of the challenge they will be shooting a raunchy girl comedy blockbuster my best girlfriend's drag maid's wedding trip it just rolls off the tongue don't it oh yeah you know my favorite part about that what that Rue said Meryl Streep and Amy Schumer were two of his favorite actresses, and mm. I got cock-teased. I was like, are they going to be judges? Where are they? That I would have died. Happen. I would die if Meryl Streep walked in the room. never happen. <laughs> so the characters that we're going to see are Sharon Frockovich, the Queen, Octavia, Beige Swan, and Lala. Besides the pie, who would you play? Can I just say that... Octavia just made me think of Jamie Lee Curtis. Of course. And like eating fucking yogurt in the morning. That's all I thought about. I was like, okay. I like, I understand the references, but like, and I would play Lala. I would be like, I wouldn't be like pow pow like Kennedy, but I would. And what, why would you pick Lala? Because Emma Stone and I are like related. So I feel like I really understand her. Of course. Yes, yes, yes. We're both redheads. So. Mm-hmm. So Morgan gets to assign the roles because she comes back and that's the best way to do it since we don't have any mini challenges. And boy, does she make some choices, as Tatiana once said. BB is given the queen and she's confused because the character is uppity tight and... Girl, so are you. Morgan gives herself Beige Swan. Shangela gets Octavia. Kennedy is Lala. And Trixie is stuck with a role she didn't ask for in Sharon Farakovich. And Trixie is mostly upset because she didn't want to wear brown hair and I'm sure the struggle is real and... I'm sure you wearing brown hair would be like the end of the world, too. I mean, not the end of the world, but, like, if you market yourself a certain way, like, I get what she's saying, but you're not, you, you can't identify as a hair color. Sure you can. No, you can't. There are queens who are hair colors. Mm-hmm. I'm biting my tongue. All right. But okay. also, there's a lot of, like, the assignment of characters. Every season, like last season... The fucking Black China shit. The Black China shit, the whole um, 
Like It happens every season, but like the people that are assigned what they don't want typically end up doing better mm-hmm. because they don't have like expectations for what yes. they're going into. It's true. So Trixie went into this with like no expectations and then realized that she got the best character. It's true. So we get into filming with Ross. Kennedy tries to get the title of the movie out of her mouth and she just wants someone else to say the line and it's a cute little moment. So we're welcome to Ross Matthews' Drag School of Overacting and to the pinkest Pepto-Bismol set in history of anything. It's also very basic. Yeah. The set was very, very basic. It was like, here's a very simple... Well, it's sponsored by, what was it? Object? Ob... Something Jack. I think, yeah. Have you shopped at Ob... Something Jacked? No. Are I'm you not. going to? No, I will never. So the product placement didn't work for you? <clears throat> no. And I will never buy a Rockstar wig either. No? No. Wow. <laughs> what about Anastasia? I mean, I'm more of a Krylon girl, but... Of course. Um, yeah, are you also... I mean, no, we know that. You are part of the overacting school, too. Yeah, I would go into that challenge and be like, yes, this is how you... It's drag. You can't be like, I'm going to take this role seriously. I'm a serious actor right now. You're being... You're playing a hyper-feminine thing. You can't sit there and be BB and have no emotion. But also, BB has no emotion. Just like Kennedy. Like, we saw fucking season seven with her trying to be with... What was it, Katya? In season seven, in their little episode. I don't even remember. And what was funny is that I think Shangela was like, no. Morgan was like, yeah, you sing, you dance, you can be this character, Lala. And I was like, we all saw her try to sing in season seven. She can't sing. Yeah. She has one note. Well, one note voice. she can sing. She does sing. I've heard her sing. <clears throat> I've seen her at the beach when she can sing. Can she sing? Or is she like no, pork chop no, where no, she has like she four can, notes? She can sing. She can sing. I think she just has some performance anxiety. Maybe on the show she just. I think so. Anyway, Shangela's on. BB is, well, not. She's asked to project, then not be so stiff. It's essentially BB doing BB. Are we shocked? No, but. She's done that every single episode this entire season. Snatch Game was BB doing BB. Mm hmm. Just elevated a little bit. Eh, Questionable. She, She steps her pussy up. She steps something up, but I'm not sure if it's a pussy. Trixie comes in as Sharon, and she just starts to slay. Then Kennedy enters, and it's not good. And we're not even talking about the wig in her face. But what's worse, Morgan's silent entrance is based on. As Shangela said, she did that. If she would have entered in a different way silently, it would have been fine. Yeah. So her second take was a hiss. It's not a bad choice, but she's horrible at it. Um, and Morgan tells us that she's gone method as swans only hiss. Um, have you ever encountered a swan before? I've been attacked by a swan before. Can you give us the noise that that swan made when you were attacked by said swan? I'm sorry, I was just screaming running away. I think they honk? Let's let's hear your was like, honk. Honk! 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 But see, like, that's not what I would do in that role. What would you do? Like, I mean, think about the movie, like... The movie that I've never character- seen the movie because I have it's some issues with certain things that I could not watch the movie. I watched it a long time ago. I was a wee lad when I watched this right, movie. Right, because you're 16 years old. It's true. Um, I remember distinctly, like, this creepy arms back, like, weird. I don't even can't even describe it. It's like this like weird entrance that she did when she's like running across the stage, and that's how you should have entered instead of walking in like a, I would have 
But you need a noise. Let's hear a noise. I'm not going to make no noises right now. I already made my noise. I already made a fool of myself. I think we good. Damn it. I tried. I tried, people. I tried. (laughs) Trixie knows immediately that Morgan made a big mistake in her casting, and she's just loving it. So we enter Elimination Day, and we get a little discussion about Trixie being shocked that she comes off as standoffish. Um, But Trixie in real life is just a boring white dude who doesn't like hugs. Are you a boring white dude? You forgot the last part of that, because I love hugs. I love physical attention. Of course, I, that's why I left that <laughs> Um, I wouldn't say I'm boring. I would say that I have interests. You're basic. I wouldn't say basic. I, w- I would say I'm a basic musical theater gay. The absolutely. Um, like, I love me some Dear Evan Hansen and, like, all that shit. Oh, you're so basic. Exactly. Like, Rent is my shit. Oh, God. We just ruined the podcast. It's okay. It's I'm okay. so sorry. So the discussion leads to real life about how Trixie got tweets from other Drag Race girls about her behavior treating local queens. And you know what? That is a very important discussion to have um, because you have to treat the queens with respect because you are coming into their world and sometimes you are taking their top billing away, which is not good. I mean, I see where Trixie, like what happened with Trixie because she came from Wisconsin and moved to L.A. So she went from, even before she was on Drag Race, being a big name, like a big fish in a small pond, and then moved after Drag Race, where she became this even bigger fish, and moved into a pond full of all these Drag Race girls that are already working. Right. That have been working since before Drag Race, got on Drag Race, got off Drag Race, and have still worked at the same jobs. And that's no, no shade to them, because, like, you go back to where they pay you, but right. and they just pay you a little bit more. But like Morgan works at Hamburger Mary's, I believe, mm-hmm. and, and Mickey's, and Mickey's, and it's like you look at that and you say, okay, well she worked there before, she got on Drag Race, she worked there after, and then Trixie comes in and is now like a. I mean, my perspective <clears throat> is drag is an art, but it's also a business. And if you're bitter about the business side of things, then maybe the art's not worth it. I mean, it's it come, also comes back to like what Bob said recently about how she doesn't feel like she needs to be happy meeting people. She's like, if I don't want to meet you, and I don't seem happy meeting you, maybe I'm not. And it's like, that's part of your job. Oh, of you course. You auditioned for this show. No, like, you auditioned in season seven and season eight. Season six had already happened, which was like the prime season of Drag Race. You knew what was going to happen. You know exactly that who you're going to reach with your fan base, who is like who you're going to be hanging out with after Drag Race, and where you're going. You're going all around the world, and you're sitting there complaining that you don't want to like be friendly to people, or that you're not going to be friendly to the other queens. I mean, I, I equate it in a way to stage dooring at in, on Broadway. You kind of have a responsibility to spend, like, at least, like, ten minutes out there with the fans who came to see you. I, stage touring is different because, like, they're doing eight shows a week. So? So drag queens are doing eight shows a week, potentially? No, In New York are... City, but uh, uh, once you're on Drag Race, you're traveling. Yeah. You're not doing eight shows. You're doing one show, and if they see you out of drag, like, when you're on your days off, and they just say hi, you can be nice to them. Being nice to... It's takes more energy to be, like, nasty and cruel than it does to be nice. True. 
Like it's you've not never, hard. You've never encountered like a Broadway star out on the street and like having fangirled over them. I mean, I used to, but now I, I see it all the time in New York. So it's not like I'm gonna sit here and say that if it was like Emma Stone, I freaked out when I met her. I freaked the fuck out. But I like can it, I hear the noise you made when you. I went <laughs> Emma Stone. I have a picture. You should pull that one up because we look hella cute together. And I was like, this is my older sister. One day we're gonna play siblings in a, in some TV show. Mm-hmm. I thought it was gonna be La La Land, but didn't happen um what was i saying about meeting i was talking i don't remember meeting people out of but like it's your responsibility especially once you get on drag race yeah you put yourself you put yourself here that you weren't selected rude didn't be like i want you on this show please submit an audition tape no, Rue barely is even there on the show. Wait, you mean Aquaria wasn't plucked out of uh, thin air to be on the show? Uh, <laughs> you mean Giovanni? Be nice. I'm, I don't know Aquaria, and I am being nice. I just that's a government name, and um, of course. So BB shares that people call her bougie, and Shangela displays the look BB gives as she is the definition of bougie, and BB laughs it off. Bibi's delusional. She is so delusional. Is it the character or is, does she really not get it? I don't think she gets it. Like Crazy. I mean, we said this earlier, but like Drag, drag Race has changed so much since her season that these girls that are on this season have grown up watching Drag Race. Mm-hmm. And someone said to her, "Do you, have you even watched the show? Oh, well, we're going to get to that. And I'm like, I we'll don't think she it. has. No, probably. And she has... Like, she... She's up there with, like, Kennedy of having, like, no emotion and no personality on TV. That's just how... Until this... I mean, until this episode, Kennedy had more... A lot more emotion this episode. And, like... Zhuzh. As the conversation continues, uh, Morgan says that she loves to call out girls in the audience. And then Trixie comes back that she does not like being called out when she's at a show. She just wants to be a patron. And you know what? I kind of get that. I get that for... If you're... Out of drag. Uh-huh. If you're in drag... Absolutely. You, you're at, if you're out of drag, you should blend in. Because I was at um, Mrs. Kasha Davis and uh, Darian Lake's show the other night, mm-hmm. and Jiggly was just sitting in the back, and they're like, Jiggly's here! And of course, all the heads turn around, and I don't think she appreciated it, you know? But, and this is... I, I like Jiggly a lot, and this is no shade to her, but she also is very... like. Out of queens that I've met from Drag Race that are standoffish, she's very standoffish. And she can come off kind of cunty. And, I mean, it's the same thing with, like, she has the same personality type as Jasmine. Where she's, Jasmine Rice LaMasia, I should say. Not just Jasmine. But, like, she can come off a lo- really cunty if you don't know her. And that could just be her personality. Mm-hmm. And I feel like she just doesn't want to be bothered with, like, the fandom anymore. It's fair. She talks about it a lot in like how she's like, well, I would never go back to All Stars because why would she? Fair. She's released an album. I haven't heard it yet. Have you? I've heard some songs live. Nice. Well, I look forward to it. And then Kennedy. Kennedy reveals that she's always been the second thought queen and she came on All Stars 3 to be a first thought queen. I find that very interesting. 
Um, I've met Kennedy twice now. The first time I met her, she was the guest for Latrice's Christmas show. Oh, cool. And when I met her, like, I made her the number one queen. I was like, when are you going to do a show at the Beachman? And I think she appreciated it because, yeah, we're all here for Latrice, but we got to talk to you too. And then when I went to see her solo show, she was she's a very reserved person, even when it's her time. Um, and that's okay. But I kind of get it, like... There are these, especially from her season, there are the elite queens. Like, if you're going to see, like, a season seven show and they're all there, you're going to Katya first, you're going to Trixie first, you're going to Pearl, you're probably even going to Violet and Ginger first. And then you go to Kennedy. I, like, I get what she's saying. I get what she's saying, but I don't think that it's anyone's fault but hers. Because those queens have made it, like... Katya and like Trixie and Ginger have all done things really outside of the show that have warranted them and this is also like nothing against Kennedy because I love Kennedy but they've done stuff outside of the show that elevated their drag more whereas Kennedy went back to pageants Mm -hmm. which is completely valid of course and I think there's also this thing where I know it, it, it has a lot to do with management companies and stuff, but you see like the tours that they do. Kennedy was never asked to be a part of them until this year when she was on All Stars. Which, and you know what? Those tours really heighten who the show and the fans want to see. Yeah. And I just think that's you also in this profession have to make your own way. And make your own opportunities for yourself. True. Especially, I mean, especially starting out, but like when you're as big as Kennedy or once you get onto the show, you have to take it and run. Like James Mansfield from last season had a successful YouTube series before and now has an even more successful YouTube series and is now doing WoW Present stuff. Like, well, at this point, who is it doing WoW Present stuff? Kennedy. Oh, she will. Don't worry. Now she will, but it's because she finally accept, accepted yeah. All-Stars. Like, before she... I, I feel like she was probably asked for season two. Oh, no way, no. no. No, You sure? Mm-mm. No way. There were many, many queens before her on that list. Well, I'm just waiting for Angina. Well, I mean, we all know those rumors. Yeah. Maybe she'll come back. <laughs> I mean, that would, I mean... Maybe she's BB. If you, she's if actually you didn't the mole. know, Angina was apparently part of this cast and had to pull out moments before. Um, this would have been a completely different show if she was on. I don't know about that. Oh, it totally would have been different. I don't, I really don't know. Because Angina brings something different, but I still think that the top four right now would still be the top four. No, it wouldn't because BB wouldn't be there. BB was the replacement for Angina. Would have been a different show. Yeah, Morgan would be there, though. Mm, I don't know. Well, Milk wouldn't have. I can tell you that much. We, we can talk about <coughs> speculation all we want, but let's talk about the runway. It was the fucking fastest runway in a very long time. There was also um, only five queens. I know, but blinking, you missed it, the runway, and it was over. Uh, but we're going to try to dissect the runway a little bit. The runway was Red for Filth, which I'm sure would have been your challenge. You would have been great at it. Uh, or who was it? Red. For filth from season six yep. or season five. Five, five. Um, so what would you have worn for red for filth? Do you um, have anything red in your wardrobe? Uh, I have a couple things that are red in my yeah, wardrobe. Yeah, just a couple things. Um, I, know, I just recently did a photo shoot with Preston Burford. Mm-hmm. And I wore this like beautiful red 
beautiful red uh, gown that my friend made. And I, uh, his name is Matthew Murano. Uh-huh. He is, and this sounds really bougie, but uh, I met him at Pieces. He is a, was a fashion designer for like Gaga and all those people. And I thought he was bullshitting me until he went to a storage unit and took pictures and sent them to me. And I was like, oh, you weren't bullshitting me. You're being serious. This gown was like actually 20 grand. And it's like this really awesome material. And when I release the photo, y'all can see it, but I have not done that yet. Um, do you have any red Yuha Hamasaki items? I did, but I threw it out. <gasps> How dare you! It was appropriation. It was a Chinese garb, and I was never going to wear it. <laughs> also, I pad. Yuha doesn't. Like yeah, that. that. Yuha pads, but like doesn't pad. She's tiny. She's, I mean, you're tiny, but she's tiny. She's Well, she's a small Asian woman. Of course she's tiny. That's true. Oh, I can't wait for her to get on the show. She's on um, the show. No, for us to see her like, on oh, the I'm show. Oh, so I'm so excited. I am so excited for... Most of the New York queens. Yeah, well, we'll we'll take a moment and talk about the trailer. I'm sure you've talk, seen the trailer. Yes. Oh, I'm so excited. We'll, we'll talk about the end. Oh, but great. First, I can't wait first, to throw some shade. First, <laughs> BB. <coughs> Valentina. Okay, the mask is so season nine. Not even Valentina, fucking Shay. <coughs> Shay ha- glued her face to clothes. Oh, yeah. The club. The club oh, yeah. Um, that was a great So look. there are stones all over the mask and the torso. And that's about it. It was a weird garment how it was like how it fit on her. Can I just say that that outfit looked like a slightly upgraded version and some of the, if the queen's listening to this, you'll understand this reference. There is an outfit on Amazon that every baby queen buys and it's this red little jumpsuit. Do you know what I'm talking about? I know cuz I saw somewhere last week at the Ultimate Drag Pageant. And it's this like little red jumpsuit that they wear and they don't stone, they don't do anything to it. And it reminded me of that with just with a train. Go to my Instagram, Michael B. Block. Look at my uh, UDP last week. I love you, Bambi, but that's the, that's the item. Bambi? And, Buy some stones. And no, no, no. Stone that, that, that shit. Was, that was the critique she got from Fifi Dubois. Stone it, make it yours. Stone it, do something with it. Don't buy from Amazon and just expect to wear it as drag because True. Amazon is not rainbow. Anyway, I think the thing that bothered me the most about the garment was... You couldn't see her face. Well, not that, but it gave her like a fabric tail, and it was so thin. It was weird, right? Yeah. It was very strange. Um, So I was not a fan of this look at all. But when we're talking about stones, Kennedy. Girl is stoned. It was... The look was ravishing. The hair was flawless. I mean... I'm not really a fan of that kind of pageant hair. Um, I find it to be a little overdone with pageant queens. Wear all pageant it once queens, and then you'll be like, I love it. Yeah, but I don't think, I feel like pageant queens are afraid of wearing updos that are like lace front updos. Okay. Because a lot, I've seen a lot of pageant queens and like, especially like queen, a lot of queens in the city that have done pageants like Lauren Order wears, she like slicks back her hair and then wears like a, like a, a bunt on top. Sure. I guess that is that the term for it? A bunt? I guess. I don't know. I don't do pageants, so I don't... Yeah, please don't. Don't please come for me like that. Don't, don't. You know my life. I do, but I don't. Anyway, I think she looks <coughs> easily one of her strongest looks. Yes. Her, that, uh, that gown was stunning. How heavy do you think it was? Probably weighed more than I do. Yeah, it's true. You're like 90 pounds. 
I mean, Next is Morgan, and she is giving slutty Scottish realness, and of course she shows off her pussy. I hated that look. Interesting. See, I loved her hair, and I am someone who's obsessed with symmetry, so the asymmetry bothered my eye a lot, but overall I didn't hate it. I hated this look so much. Tell us why. I thought, like, the fabric wasn't... There was nothing special about that fabric. No, but she's paying homage to her heritage. Yeah, but there was nothing special about the... Like, there's a way to pull off... Did you want it to be stoned a little bit? Maybe stoned, maybe longer. I hated the length. I thought it was kind of... But I think it was purposeful that way. It's purposeful, but I didn't... Just because something's purposeful doesn't mean I have to like I it. I mean, true, but she's, she's going for Brigadoon realness. Yeah, but I I will say I loved her. Her beat was phenomenal. Uh-huh, her hair yeah. was everything from the neck up. I was I would like with. to see you in that hair. I just ordered one like that. So You bitch. <laughs> uh-huh, of course. <laughs> but I just I didn't like the length. I also didn't like how it wasn't symmetrical. Mm-hmm. I See, I think what I would have loved is if she had two poofy arms and pulled them off. Come on, arm reveal. Right? Give me that. It would be fun. It's different. I think it'd be cool. Um, But yeah, I didn't hate it. I think we've only seen her twice with looks, but I think it was her best look on the runway. The thing is, is that like she was posting things on her Instagram and I was like here for like, I felt like this was a repeat of the bad dress challenge from her season or the wedding dress challenge from her season because it was just like that weird length. It was Mm -hmm. that like, I'm trying to be rock, but it's not really rock. Because you're trying to do, like, Scottish rock, and that doesn't really work. <laughs> or, like, wedding rock. Because her redo of the wedding challenge that she was going to do, that she posted on Instagram, was beautiful. That's questionable. All right, all right, all right it's fine. Next up is Shangela and Vivacious had an erection. Um, it's certainly a choice. I'm not sure I understood the gimmick. And I feel like when it comes to branding, I'm starting to lose... Shangela, Shangela is. Yeah. Um, and I'm not <clears throat> sure that's good. It's She's not. great television. But in a world of branding, which is important, especially if you're at that level of drag, I don't know who Shangela is anymore. I mean... We've talked about it a lot. She's Daenerys, obviously. She's Daenerys in that Game of Thrones. But maybe those were her dragons. Maybe she's a little spike. Um, so she has more than three. Well, now Daenerys only has two. Spoiler alert. Wow, you just... Okay. Um, I apologize for that. <coughs> okay, it's on the promo for the next season. Don't worry about it. The, okay, next. Trixie! Trixie. Amazing. It's just so her. She's not a red person, but it worked. And the books on her head were a brilliant touch. And she's digging the glasses this season. It's oh, yeah. End. Oh, yeah. I, she can do no wrong in my book. She, like, once she, like, flipped it around mid-season, I was like, this is her, it's hers. She brought it back, she's here, she's ready to play, and since Ben's gone, she's my top pick to win. Because no matter what she's done this entire season, she's still been her. Yeah. And she knows Trixie so well that she can be a chameleon, but still be Trixie. Whereas I feel like Shangela, like you just said loses who Shangela is. Mm-hmm. She's a chameleon because she's talented. 
but she loses the character of Shangela when she plays other characters. It's true. We're going to move into the trailer. For next season? No, 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 no. Oh. Of, the, of the movie. Oh, I was like, we're there already? No, no, I wish, I wish. We'll, we're going to zoom through it, but... I don't want to zoom First thoughts, the writing is horrendous. Fire the person who wrote it. It's not funny at all. It's 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 cringeworthy. Okay, but we're not watching Drag Race to get, like, epic monologues. I know, but we've gotten some really good writing challenges from the writers of the show. This one was just so not good. We basically see everything we saw from the rehearsal, except some people shockingly got worse. Or we see some green screen in action in the background. Yes. We Come on, Shangela. Green screen. Um, so the twist of the movie that we didn't see during the rehearsal is they accidentally kill a stripper and then they fart the wedding song and it's pretty shitty well i did that i see what you did there i did that yes sn- you sneaky mom mm-hmm. um i mean what girls trip i believe is the reference to where they kill the stripper mm-hmm. because that if you haven't seen girls trip you should watch it was it girls trip i don't know i haven't seen it it's the one with Alana from Broad City. I think it's Girl's Trip. Maybe. There's two movies that came out at the same time, so I don't know. I'm a go- BRB, I'm going to Google this really quick. But let, let, what did you think of the trailer overall? Um, I thought that it was... I thought half of it was funny. I thought two-fifths of it was funny. Yeah. Shangela and Trixie were... I'm dying. Um, Trixie was phenomenal. She made the character her own. She made the character... Yeah. I'm not going to repeat what you just said because I almost just did. But (laughs) she made the character her own. She brought Trixie to the character, which I feel like Shangela didn't. I feel like Shangela was just Shangela. And Shangela is getting a little bit... When she acts and when she does characters... She's getting a little bit of Shangela-isms, just like Alyssa-isms from Alyssa's yeah. All-Stars 2. Like, I feel like if someone else would have worn what she wore on the runway, they would have been red to filth. So is this her camera dress? Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. I think a lot of like what she's done this season, she's like lost who she is, but is getting away with like losing who she is because she's Shangela. And it, like, it makes sense because she's in the house of Edwards, so... No, you don't really know who you are unless you're dancing. (laughs) Well, maybe this is going to happen next season with Laganja and Gia. Is Laganja coming back next season? I don't know. I mean, she was rumored for season two. I thought she said she would never come back. Who knows? I just want her to come back because I want her to have another mental breakdown. Oh, it would happen. I would live for it. Honestly, like, there's a trend. Season six girls cannot last on this fucking all-star show. Courtney would. I feel like I've heard Courtney's coming back for season four. Is she allowed? Does Rue like her again? Rue can like her or not like her. Rue, she makes great TV. And she's a great drag then queen. Then why the hell hasn't she been on yet? Because she probably doesn't need to. She didn't need to do it in the first place. You, you're, so you're saying that she didn't need it, but Alaska did? Alaska wanted it. Fair. That's, that's, I think the thing is, is that like when queens audition for the show, a lot of the times they... Some people don't need it, but some people want it want to do it just to like that's the next and we, step and we saw alaska go to great lengths to win yeah but you see like 
I mean, I can name numerous queens in the city right now that don't need to do the show, but want to do the show because it takes them to the next level. Sure. Like, Yuha said it in her interview. She's like, you hit a ceiling. You, like, every tier of queens, you hit a ceiling, and then you have to, like, find out what the next step is to elevate your drag to the next level. And a lot of the queens, like, I'm just going to say Tina Burner, uh, Bootsy LaFerris, Pixie Aventura, Monet before she was on the show, Cracker before she was on the show, they all hit this ceiling in New York City drag where you're just like, I work and I make my living off of drag. What's the next step? Sure. And drag, drag race is the next step. Or Shade, Queens of NYC, on Fusion, now on Spectrum, is the next step. Fair, fair. So let's move into the judges' critique. We're going to start with BB. They like the look, yet why wouldn't she just expose her face? We finally saw what it, she had. She had stones on it. Like, it looked <clears throat> She, You mean she painted her face? True. Uh, they told her that she needed to be a drag queen queen. More Yellen Mirren. Um, Pause. Mm-hmm. It was Rough Night. Rough Night. We was the movie that they killed a drug dealer that they thought was a stripper. Great. I told you I'd find it. Thank Found you. it. Now back to what we were really talking about. Uh, Michelle suggests that BB do a British accent, and she snaps back with copying accents can be taken as rude. And Rue smartly says on this program, everything's rude. Um, BB is like... It's everything is rude. That was bad. Um, <coughs> I BB never said that was very, funny. <laughs> very, very defensive in everything. She's not someone who really loves criticism. And if she does, she just ignores it. True. I mean, she already won. Let's be real. She already won the show. Granted, it was only 20 grand when she won the show. But money makes the world go round. Money makes the world go round. So Shangela, Shangela, it was a moment. And Ross didn't give her direction because it was the Shangela show. It's the same thing with Alyssa, though. Mm -hmm. They didn't give Alyssa direction. And it was to Alyssa's detriment. And I feel like that's why Shangela will not win this season. Well, the difference between Shangela and Alyssa, though, is Shangela is actually an actor. Alyssa is not. Alyssa's just actually okay. crazy. Okay. Let's not get it twisted. Shangela has been Shangela in everything she's acted in. Even she, Hurricane Bianca? Yeah, she was Shangela. In Dance Moms, she was Shangela. Even on Glee? She was Shangela. She... (laughs) On Glee, she was in the background of Let's Have a Kiki. She had a word or two. Lock the doors tight is not a word or two. It's a lyric. Oh, you're right. Three. Four. (laughs) This is too early for me, baby. We we both Um, went one, two, three, four. Four. (laughs) Anyway. Yeah, I I mean, I get it. Shangela is... Shangela and it's never going to change and we may have to accept the fate that she's the new face of All-Stars but we'll, we'll find out next week. I don't think she will though. Okay, we'll, we'll get to the burning questions in a bit. Trixie. <sighs> Ross makes a stupid joke. What's your favorite book just off the top of your head and Trixie has to take a little walk because it was so bad. But who, who doesn't love dad jokes? I mean, I, I'm really coming to love Ross this season. Mm-hmm. Um... And I was like, you're actually doing something in the acting challenge, which, like, last season's acting, like, 90210, mm-hmm. 
the girls gave like really no advice no. to anyone. This season, like Ross actually gave advice, mm-hmm. and I feel like he's getting more comfortable with his role as a regular Absolutely. judge. And I'm here for it. Yeah, he is. He is giving good advice and advice that is needed to be heard mm-hmm. to these queens. Yeah. Well, Trixie does prove that having a degree in acting is important in drag. Oh, shocker. Right? Is drag theater? I wonder. Mm-hmm. First day of school. Oh, God. Next up is Kennedy Davenport. She's giving fabulous and regal, but Michelle clocks her nose contour. Are we being a little nitpicky? I mean, it's all stars. Right. It's a little so, nitpicky. Like, I mean, Kennedy has a beautiful beat. Mm-hmm. But I will say that a little bit too much is a lot. True. With doing your makeup. Especially with, like, any sort of, like, um... Oh, God, what's the word for it? Any glitters? Too much glitter? Any... Fuck, what's the word? I don't know. I don't, I don't wear makeup. <laughs> I don't wear makeup. Oh, God. It's okay. It's early. But I, I understand what you're saying. I'm sure all the queens listening will understand what you're saying. If you could see my hands. See me with them hands. See me with them hands. Anyway, her performance was called out as being one note, because pow pow. Um, Chris Colfer basically calls her performance Jodie Foster and Nell, and that's a read. I was oh, here girl. for Chris Colfer. I mean, he speaking was of great. Glee, and oh. let's have a kiki. Mm. Oh my god, that's it. That's that's why she didn't get um, clocked, because Chris Colfer and Shangela shared the screen together. They're besties. I just pulled it all together. I figured it out. Oh, it, and it's maybe a mole. They've they've all had a, they've had a kiki and they're friends and you can't do it. Highlighter. That's what it's called. You are the queen of recall. I will think about it and I will come back to it. But it was highlighter. She highlighted her nose too much. That's what it was. Do you use highlighter, Farah? Uh, I actually <laughs> do not. You should try it sometimes. See what happens. Um, but I know the pheromone kit that she uses and i want it very so badly it. last but not least is morgan wait were we done about kennedy yeah we're done i think there's nothing okay. else to say yeah she's bland morgan they love the look and they were happy to see her back and ross clocks her for picking beige swan as it's the toughest role and rev- and we do get the reveal that ross is the it's his fault that she quacked yeah but you also got like if you watch <laughs> the like um, scene, the, the um scene, <laughs> the trailer. No, the scene that they were like he was like yeah. directing. She wasn't doing anything. She had to do something. Right. Well, I mean, she hissed. I'd, I'd rather fucking hiss than a quack. But she's method. Oh God. Right. She's method. So right. Hisses is more <clears throat> accurate for a swan. Not a quack. Qu- ducks quack. A lot of things quack. What does the duck say? Quack, 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 quack. Yeah. You're welcome. Um, thank you. So, Shangela and Trixie are, in the, are the top two of the week, leaving Kennedy Morgan Shocker. and BB as the bottom. No one is safe. And for Are you f- shocked? No, I'm not. No, not at all. <clears throat> but for the first time ever, the bit in between that Rue does is smart. Contacting the elective representatives at least has an important message. So, people, listen, do it. 
after you listen to the podcast and you subscribe and give us a five-star review, make sure you call your representatives and get change happening in this country. God bless, girl. Get change. Make it happen. Um, you're, because you're the only one that can. It's and true. your voice needs to be heard. Vote. So, deliberation At the local time. level, too. Yes. I'm pointing at the mic because I know you're listening to me. Vote. All votes matter. So the deliberation. Morgan knows the curse of the returning queen, but she wants to reverse it. Only Trixie actually already did that. She so did in that Alyssa. Episode. Yeah, so Morgan, maybe you should take your own advice and watch the show. But the moment we're, we all loved, and it's going to be great. Trixie says that BB looks like Ornacea, and BB's response is, Who? Who? Is Ornacea. Girl, okay. bye. Not today, Satan. How dare you? BB watched drag, one Drag Race and stopped watching it. I know. That's it's so ridiculous. I, I don't understand that. Like, you are part of this legacy, and you've come back on the show, you shady cunt. Yeah, so they all laugh at her, and Kennedy chimes in, they're going to meme your ass to death. And at first thought, I thought perhaps she was giving us another Drag Race reference about, you know, perhaps picking up another contestant in the middle of the lip sync, but no, 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 no. She meant meme. Girl, you just became your own meme. Sequan? What? Shaw? Oh, boy. But, Duda. yeah. It Duda. Was, it was funny. Join how, the legacy, girl. How bad, like, how do you not know what a meme is? You're old. That's a, that's a read. She's not that old. She's like 35. She won season one. Of course she's old. No, I'm talking about Kennedy. She's old. She's like 35 or 36. For Drag Race, that's old. That's older. Oh, God. Can you imagine some of the local Bianca queens Bianca was 37. On? Yeah. Like, they're older queens. Sure. Like, they're not part of the generation of memes and the okay. internet. <laughs> you, are, you are making them really upset. Anyway, anyway. <laughs> BB's unshakable confidence is unfortunate. She is delusional at her own performance. She's milk. She's milk. She's literally being like, I'm perfect, I'm beautiful, I look like... I'm not even going to finish that. Shangela asks Kennedy who she should send to the house. Shangela knows she's not sending her home, but she doesn't want to send Morgan home either. Could she self-eliminate herself? No. I would have sent BB home. I, I could see that, yeah. Morgan knows that Shangela and Trixie know what she's going through. And Morgan needed to walk on water, but she drowned. Yeah, Morgan's not Jesus. It's true. So, the lip sync. Trixie with the neon hair is fierce. And then Shangela at first look. Girl, what you wearing? What you wearing? So the song they're doing is RuPaul's Freaky Money. So, great opportunity to camp it up. Mm -hmm. Trixie isn't a lip sync assassin, and that's fine. Shangela is a gimmick queen, revealing that under her frock was a fat suit. I would just say wear the frock, it's pretty. So Trixie's basically down on arrival. There's no way Trixie wins this. Like, she could do anything she wanted, any stunt she could pull, it's, it's over. But let's talk about the fat suit. Are we cool with this? I mean, Shangela, you still look like a man, so... Okay. That's, that's all I gotta say about that. It just enhanced the features. You looked like you were bobbing around because you didn't know what to do. Because you had so much extra, quote, weight, unquote, that you 
literally lost all of your shape. All of your womanly shape was gone. Yeah. You had, like, a boulder for your torso and then, like, skinny legs. That made no sense. I thought it was stupid. Sure. But do you think it was offensive to do a fat suit? I mean, I feel like people are a little too sensitive nowadays. Um, I don't think that she should have done it because I don't think it was... I don't think it was funny, personally. I was like, what are you wearing? Why are you wearing this? This is stupid. That's my opinion on it, but I can see where people get offended by it, but I don't think people should be offended by it. I don't think she meant... I don't think she meant any harm. <clears throat> um, I think maybe in the world of gimmick, in the worlds of three, I wanted one more reveal, not just the pasties. Um, I was like, Ben de la Creme, are you back? Right? Um, but... Yeah, Shangela wins and sends Morgan to the house, and we're left with our final four. Just stupid. Shangela should have sent Evie home. Maybe Shangela should have sent both of them home. Yeah, well, she couldn't do that. So, our final four. Is there a world, based on track record, where Shangela can't win? I mean, I feel like, and this is terrible, I feel like Trixie is the Kati of the season. Oh, it's totally true. But I feel like this season... I mean, this season we all knew that Bendel Krem was going to win if she stayed in the competition. Absolutely. But she left. So, it like, it's anyone's game now. Yeah, I think... I mean, honestly, at this point, there would have to be some sort of shenanigans should Shangela not win. Um, well, we'll see what happens next week. Because next week is the, like... All-Stars, let's make a girl group, like, music video, dance, right. lay down some tracks, and Trixie's really good at that. Mm-hmm. So... So is Shangela. She got some songs out I there. know, but I'm... Listen... I'm interested to see what here, happens. Here's all I'm going to say. If we get a Ra Tiki Tiki Tata again... I live I my am life. done. I lived for that. I am done. It's a lyric challenge. I lived for that, mother. No, no, no. Cameroon... Okay, so let's talk about the season ten trailer that we got. Only a minute long, but we learned a lot of a lot of a lot of things. Mm-hmm. Where would you like to start? Um, first off, Cameron Michaels, call me. Okay. Call me. Um, let's you can hope- serenade me in that southern accent all you want. Mm-hmm. Should should Vita listen to this or not? I don't care. Of course. Um, how many fucks do I give? None. <laughs> Um, what else did we learn? What else did you enjoy? Uh, I enjoyed the fact that Monet swept her way in. I thought that mm-hmm. was funny. Um, um, but I, I will say, the glasses um, in her confessional... I was there for it, What the though. hell? You know, it's better than, like... What was it? The, um... Bendela Creme's, like... The crown. The crown. She's get paying homage to Sasha. No? Did you see the there? look I just gave him? Not feeling it? No. All right, what else did we like or um, not like? What did we learn? <clears throat> we learned that they're going to have Christina Aguilera, mm-hmm. which is epic. That's amazing. Um, oh, we learned that a certain queen goes home first because she's only in one episode. She, she's seen lip sync, but she, uh, there's they're a lip sync moment, and you're like, oh, she's okay. Um, 
I will say, like, one of the looks that gagged me, I was like, oh, my God, it's stunning, was Blair Sinclair's run- one of the runway looks. Right? Oh, my God. I was shook. Um, and if you didn't haven't seen Blair's uh, Insta story, we did learn that the garment that she was wearing was not the one she brought. It was provided for her. And she was very glad to get the boot because she hated it. Um, oh, the one that uh, for the neon runway? Yeah. Um, but, girl... It all comes back to Dunice that the wig line was so far back. That's your own fault. It all comes back to the fact that... <laughs> I'm not even going to go there. That's shady. I'm not going to say um, What else would we like? It was really cute to see um, four out of five New York queens fighting to get props and stuff to make an outfit. Yeah. I feel like Yuha can make anything out of anything. Yeah, it was really cute to see Yuha at the uh, sewing machine. Yuha looked amazing in her entrance like that yes. was a great entrance look. Speaking I was of maybe for that. not the best entrance look. Dusty? Looks. Yeah. Yeah. Dusty That looks like Forever Twenty One. <clears throat> and like Dusty's a look queen. And yes. I've seen Dusty do some great looks. The whatever I people know I don't like her. Whatever. We have our issues. She's been nice to me recently. We're fine now. But I think that Dusty can pull off some incredible looks. What she's shown on the show so far, I'm not here for. And I think that her, her hair's... like <clears throat> It's like separately, everything looks great. But then altogether, I'm like, what are you giving me? Yeah. I think it was like, she said Carrie Bradshaw is what her entrance look was. But like... Fair. Um, Carrie Bradshaw meets Frankenstein? Oh boy. I don't know. Um, and I'm sure you saw the Entertainment Weekly article... Oh yeah, with um, Monet looking basic. I mean that 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 outfit was a little basic. Okay, fair. I would agree, but it was, apparently it's a reveal. Oh, work. Um, but uh, Vanessa, dear God, that gold thing was stunning. I mean, I'm not really here for like a built corset um, cage thing like that she was wearing. Like yeah, that. I don't really like that. That's fine, especially when it's on top of something that's. It's so fine. beautiful. Sure. Like, that outfit was stunning without that cage on it. But yeah. I was like, whatever. Um, and the other thing is we do see that some queens are going to be coming back to either coach or advise or something. Because we get <coughs> Alyssa. Cool. What's it going to be? I mean, we'll see. Alyssa's, Alyssa comes back all the time. I feel like Alyssa comes back like Shangela. She just comes back, says hey, and leaves. We'll see. But the, we did in the Entertainment Weekly article, we did see, like, a big cast photo thing yeah. so we'll see how many of those queens get to return i mean there's a lot like i saw james mansfield on that i was like work i, mean, I don't i'll have to look i don't recall seeing shangela on there but i do recall seeing trixie we'll see we'll see um i will say i mean there's some other things that i was like here for like i'm here for all the new york city girls questioning aquarius hair choice it looked like a dead raccoon. I honestly... Not as bad as, as, bad as Asia O'Hara's hair in the I, promo look. I, that's true. But it was like, you shave the sides of your head, and I, I was questioning it. Do you think she knew who was on the show and was like, nope, I gotta look completely different. And I know she's not gonna give you different. Are you, oh, are you referencing Aquarian Cracker? Yes. Um, well, Cracker's a f- phenomenal... 
She's fucking brilliant. And hashtag Team Cracker. I'm hashtag Team Cracker and Team Exchange. I love Monet and Cracker. They work so well together. Can they win together? Uh, no. <laughs> this is an All Stars one. Um, I loved Cracker's hair. Of course, I lived for it. I we've seen it before, but right. But we've seen it. <clears> that's the thing. We're around it. Exactly. Like we've seen a lot. Like I feel like we're gonna see a lot of. This is the first season that I've really known any of the New York girls. Yeah. Like, last season I knew the New York girls. Like, I had met them once, maybe. But, like, I, I'm friends with Yuha. Like, I know Monet and Cracker. Like, we say hi to each other if we see each other out. I know of Aquaria. Because she just turned 21, so she can now legally get into bars. <laughs> well, she's 22, bitch. Yeah, but she was 21 when she filmed the show. Right. Well, I think it's going to be a very, very exciting season. Um, but before we get to season 10, we got to get our finale out of the way. Um, it looks like we're not getting a reunion episode, or we may get it some other time. Who knows? Um, but I do hope we get some sort of get the girls back together to hash things out, a.k.a. milk crying. And probably BB because she's like, eh, you all thought this about me? Yeah. Um, cause Actually... We- Probably not crying, because BB doesn't have any emotions. That's true. But no, I think the All-Stars 2 reunion was really exciting. So I do hope we get All-Stars 3. Even if it comes, like, halfway through Season 10, just give us something. I just feel like it should come on after the finale. Maybe, maybe it'll happen. We'll be surprised. Who knows? But I don't know. So who are you rooting for? Who do you think is going to win? I think Shangela is going to win. I want Trixie to win. Okay. I think Trixie has a very high chance of winning. I think, who do you think is going to get eliminated before the top three? I think the number four is a number that Kennedy Davenport is going to be very familiar with. So you don't think Bibi's a mole? I still do. So you think that she's going to, like, flip? Because if you saw some of the the trailer for next week, there's a chair. And I I think she's going to be like... I think perhaps she will be in the top three to make a decision about the winner. We'll see. We'll see. Well, this was a pleasure. This was. Thanks for doing this. Thanks for having me. A huge thanks to Cherry for chatting. Subscribe on iTunes or SoundCloud and leave us a review while you're there. And visit our Patreon to become a patron today. If you have any questions or comments, drop me a line at theaterthenow.com via our question link. Until next time, I'm Michael Block, and that was Block Talk. Mm-hmm.